What if there was a way to hack your brain? To figure out why you're not taking the action you know you need to, and why the action you are taking isn't working? Well, there is. And this podcast is designed to show you how to do that, to see your mind, to coach yourself, and ultimately to create the life and business of your wildest dreams without the hustle or the stress. I'm your host, Elizabeth Salazar. Let's dig in. Hello there. Welcome back. So I've been in the process of creating a program that I'm going to be selling in March, beginning to sell in March, called The First Five. And it's referencing, right, your first five clients. And as coaches, those are often, man, it's so it's so hard to even say that, right? They're often the hardest five. But the reason that sometimes people struggle beyond those five is because they never learn very core skills that you develop in signing those first five clients. And so as I am creating this program that just, I just like delight in it every moment. Like I was recording a part of it and I was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Like I've never thought about it like that or I have never expressed it like that. And it's so good. And so in this process of creation and development, I was thinking through how to sell very simply, how to take out the part that feels hard and complicated, and in fact, how to help their brains understand why that's even there. And as I was looking at what does it take to sell very, very simply, right, in a way that's going to feel easy and fun One of the thoughts that I realized coaches have is that having money is more valuable than my help. And so that is going to be the thought that we dig into today. Because when you're selling, so often people focus on the thing you do, right? The the expression of selling. And what is the expression of selling? It's maybe the words you write, right? The action of writing a post or the action of writing an email that you're going to send to your mailing list or creating a podcast or being a guest on somebody else's podcast or inviting somebody to work with you, right? Those are the expressions of selling. And so when you think of the expression right? And of course, as you say the word over and over now, I'm like, what's that word even mean? (laughs) I think of when I think of the expression of something, right? It's like, there is this thing. And then there is what people see, right? The expression of it. So, so let's look at selling like the sun. Now don't look at the sun. (laughs) But there is the sun, which is a giant ball of I don't know what. And then there is the expression of the sun. And it's, right, it's you sitting in your house where you can't see the sun. You, you don't know where that ball of thing is, but you see the expression of it all around you, right? I'm sitting in a room where I'm surrounded. I have, I have windows on all three sides of me and I see the expression of the sun. But the actual core, right, the ball of it, 
That is what we develop when we develop your mind. So the action and the stuff you do is the expression of your mind, of the thoughts you think about selling, about your business, about money, about your clients. And so when I think about how to make it so simple, it's to break that down and say, here is exactly what to think about, right? You have to develop your own thoughts, but it's giving you that very specific direction. And it's also in giving you that very specific direction, it's helping you to identify the stuff in there, right? The beliefs, the thoughts that just seemed true, That is my favorite part about coaching and mindset work is that you encounter things that you didn't realize were optional. They felt very factual. And so when you are believing something like having money is more valuable than coaching with you, it's likely going to feel so true. And how I even uncovered this thought is I was thinking, what are coaches thinking about money that make it difficult for them to charge? And there's lots of thoughts that came up, right? I see them, right? Some coaches are thinking a thought like, well, I don't really need the money. Or another coach might be thinking, "Um, this is so valuable. I shouldn't charge. I should just give this to them so I can help people. I want to help people. Right. So it's it's like there's this struggle with the money part. And so when we don't break down this this value, right, it's this idea that our value, the coaching is worth something and money is worth something. And you have to bring those two together to create this 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 balance And the balance is, right, the belief that pairs so well with selling easily in your coaching business is that coaching with you is more valuable than your person, right, your favorite person, the one who, right, they have the money, they want to spend it on coaching, they want to spend it on coaching with you, they want to, they want to do the work. Selling to that person that coaching with you is more valuable than them having the money in their account, having the money to do something else with, having the money um, not on their credit card or whatever, right? However they choose to do it. That coaching with you is more valuable than access to the cash you charge. And I want you to like really like pause with that, right? As coaches, we say sit with it. But what that means is, is like think about that concept of coaching with you being more valuable than having the access to that cash. And I want you to pause because in that pause is where either it's a very calm pause of like, yeah, or the stuff that needs to be cleaned up comes up. And so when you pause in thinking about that, notice what comes up because that's the stuff that has to be addressed and cleaned up in order to sell and it be really easy and fun. So, so let's look at this because I, right, I, I see this as like you hold them in both hands. Having money is in one hand. And the value of coaching with you is in the other hand. 
okay? And I want to make sure you create the separation of those two. Now, could they mix together? Of course they could, and often we're going to mix them together. But for this, for the, the, the sake of this episode, we're going to separate them out just, you know, mentally. That's why we're doing it on two hands. So you have a visual. So having money, let's talk about that. So in order for somebody to pay you money, they have to have the money. Now, what does that mean? So as coaches, right, we don't, we don't worry about how people are going to get the money. People are so in like inventive and, and they just, right. They always get money for what they want. It is so fun to believe that and go see how that's true. And so people always find the money for the things that they value and the things that they want. And so when we think about having money on one hand, right, we think about what does that mean? It means that, right, like what is money? Okay, well, money is um, something that we exchange. Money is something that innately has no value, right? We use paper, we use coins. And those things in and of themselves have no value, but we put value on it based on what we can exchange for it. And so often we stay in this society of exchange and, and this insufficiency around money. Like, oh, I only have this much. I only will get this much again later. Or I had to do X, Y, Z to get this, right? It's this, it's this sense of like more like even if more is coming and I believe that, it's like, ugh, it's already taken, right? It's already spoken for. So so humans have thoughts about money and all of that is something to address and question and dig into. But when we just say like, right, there is money and it sits here in this one hand and it's this thing that as a society we put value to and we give it and we pay it and we love paying it. And sometimes we don't love paying it, but it's really only because we haven't practiced loving paying for it, right? Like you could love everything you pay for and then the things that you really love are going to be like, oh, even more exciting, right? Like I love paying my phone bill. I love paying my gas bill. Funny side story. Oh my gosh. So we just, we moved to a new house and it's, it's probably twice as big, so... I don't know how big that is. It's not huge. Maybe like 4,000 square feet. Everybody in Europe's like, what? Our houses? No, I don't know if their houses are that big, but right? Like it's going to be relative. One person's going to say 4,000 is big. One's going to say it's not big, right? Whatever. But it's twice the size of our old house. And so there are actually two furnaces. And my mom, when we moved in, was like, you know, your, your heating bill is going to be higher now, right? And I was like, oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> Like, I didn't consider that my utilities would be higher. That never crossed my mind. And so then when we got our first gas bill, right? Coldest month of the year, February is in Indiana. And I was like, man, I was just anticipating, right? I was like preparing myself mentally. Like it's going to be $500. It's going to be $600. And then I get the bill and it's like $200. And I was like, what? We were warm and cozy and we had two furnaces and it actually cost less than our old house in the highest month. So that was crazy fun. But hear how much I love paying my gas bill, right? I delight in it. I'm like, oh, that's fun, right? So it's like when you love the normal things you you pay for, 
Then when you buy things that you really love, like I'm shopping for a photo shoot that I'm going to do and I was like, okay, I'm going to get some new shoes and I'm going to buy them from this company where you can order two different sizes because my feet are two different sizes. And so I'm like getting ready to spend $200 on a pair of shoes. Again, I love that it's so relative. I don't know that I've ever paid $200 for a pair of shoes. So I'm like, um, I'm, I'm excited to have this like new level of customization inside of my shoes. And that is something that I feel like I love even more than paying my gas bill, right? So I'm like, oh, this is so fun. But when you practice loving spending money, you actually then build in different degrees to loving spending money. But here's the other thing you get when you practice loving spending money. Here's what happens. You begin to see that other people also love spending money. Because remember, we have this money here in our other hand and our, I have my left hand up, but right, we have money in this hand. And when you love spending it, you then believe that other people love spending it too. And now because you love spending it, you know what's going to happen and you believe other people love spending it. You're actually only going to attract and speak to people who love spending it. But when you're in a state of clinging to your money and you're like, oh, like, like, right, like insufficient, desperate, afraid, fearful around money, just not choosing to love it. No matter how much of it you have and what you're choosing to spend it on. And notice I said the word choosing because we're always choosing right? We might not have the same amount of money that somebody else has, but right, like we choose to spend it in the way we choose to spend it. And so, right, loving the way you choose to spend it causes you to realize that other people love to spend it too. And then you will stop speaking to people who don't love to spend it. Or when they're in your space, they will feel that openness around money. Because when we put in the other hand, right, the value of coaching with you, and we say, man, which one of these is more valuable? You have to, right? This is your, this is actually work in building a business. You have to spend time thinking about how, and I'm moving my right hand in this moment, you might not be able to tell, but you have to spend time thinking about how coaching with you is actually very, very valuable to the point where there is no amount of money that you could put in this other hand to make it worth not doing the work in this other hand. (laughs) It'd be really helpful if you could see my hands. (laughs) And so what does that look like, right? Believing in the value of coaching is, is thinking in terms of the impact of it, both today on whatever thing that they're coming to you for, right? The immediate impact And so when I think of coaching, I think about, and and notice though, right, this is just time I've spent thinking about this. So why do I have these thoughts? Because I have spent time thinking about it. So when someone says to me, like, I just don't know that mindset is a good use of my time. I'm like, okay, yeah, (laughs) right? Because the, the most valuable thing I do is developing my mind to think about things in different ways so that I feel really amazing selling it. And it like, it's right. It's not in true. It's true. Right. So, so let's think about the value of your offer. So we might start with the immediate value of coaching with you 
okay, well, I don't know about coaching with you, but I know for sure coaching with me. Let's let's go there instead. And, and then you can find the similarities based on what you coach and how you coach. So when I think about the immediate impact of somebody coaching with me, they are going to immediately feel better. Now, I used to always think, ugh, what an awful thing to sell. Until you feel terrible and you're like, oh, I can feel better. <laughs> I'll take it. Sign me up. Right? I used to judge that, like selling feeling better. Ugh. But when you're feeling awful, feeling better is like, please, I'll take it. Yeah. Right? Like, like why do we take medicine when we have a headache? Because we're like, oh, I can feel better. Done. Let's do it. <laughs> so the immediate impact, right? Today impact of coaching is that you feel better. Okay, right? My clients feel more acceptance of themselves. They feel calmer. Their minds don't feel like they're racing so quickly. They feel that sense of peaceful calmness. They have this sense of of awareness that they didn't have before. And that awareness, that perspective feels very empowering and also very like grounding, so instead of your mind racing all over the place, it's like, oh, right? It's a, it's a very calming sense. So that's a very immediate impact of coaching. Now, let's just stick even in that feeling better range, right? So when I think about somebody coaching with me, one of my clients once, um, she came and it was so fascinating because one of the things she reported back to me was, right, she came for help building her business and signing clients. But one of the things that was in her way of doing that was she experienced a lot of overwhelm and worry. So she spent a lot of her mental time feeling very overwhelmed, telling herself she needed to be doing things, right? Instead of seeing it as a choice and fun and something she wanted to do, even though she didn't need money, right? That's always the fun part is people who need money, they think, oh, if I didn't have money, then I wouldn't think like this. But it's not true. I see coaches all the time who don't need the money, but what they want is the validation. They want the belief that it works and the proof, And so instead of, even though she didn't need the money, she still needed something else that she didn't realize. And so she was trying to build and run her business, feeling overwhelmed, putting all sorts of pressure on herself and worrying. And so over the course of our coaching, one of the things she said was that she cut her overwhelm by 70%. Now, obviously, she's just making up that number based on her own experience. But when I think about the impact of her on her, like feeling better, right, even over a a few month period, but on her entire life, when she not only cuts out 70% of that overwhelm in her business, but you don't just do that in your business. You take that to every area of your life. And when you start to feel that overwhelm, your mind has this plan where it's like, oh, that's overwhelm. And it knows how to handle it in a way it didn't before, right? So when I think about what's in this right hand of value of coaching, there is the immediate value of feeling better. And anybody who feels bad, they know, oh my gosh, please just give me some of that. And then there's the longer term impact of feeling better. And then even one more layer deeper than that, right? So this is just three layers of feeling. It's the experience and way you feel building your business. Now, I kind of touched on these emotions, but one of the things I've heard people who who create $100,000 coaching businesses say is, is 
I am so exhausted. I don't want to do this anymore. This is awful. I definitely don't want to take on more. If I, if I, uh, no, I don't want to double because if I doubled, I'd have to do more. And I just don't see how I would do that. Right. They're exhausted. They did it putting pressure on themselves. They did it right. We call it hustling, but really what is hustling broken down? It's pressure. It's, it's busyness. It's like incredible productivity because productivity seems nice, right? But it's, it's excellent in small doses. When you mix productivity with calmness and then like having fun, you get this really amazing experience of your business. But when I think about, right, what's one more layer deeper of the value of coaching with me is it's that ex- overall experience of your business, Instead of building it with pressure and hustle and self-judgment and comparison and worry and like urgency, right? When you're shaping and creating your own experience, you take all that out or right, you might, it's still, it's going to happen, but you're going to catch it and you're not going to stay in it, right? That's just three layers of feeling in this value of coaching with me. And so, right, well, what else is the value? Okay, well, let's see. It's going to be their experience inside of their own mind. So I didn't even know I had thoughts at one point. I didn't know I had thoughts. (laughs) I always get a kick out of that now because I'm so aware of thoughts. And so I love remembering that because I think, okay, well, 80% of the human world probably doesn't know they have thoughts. And then there's a portion that do. And so, right, like what's the next layer deeper, the impact of coaching with me is people are going to realize that they have thoughts. And in realizing that, they're going to realize that those thoughts are optional. And then they're going to realize that they're in control of the experience that they have in their mind, that they can shape what they think, that they can take, they can stop thinking that they can think thoughts that feel differently than other thoughts, that they can, right, just shaping the experience in their own mind. I was actually playing a game with this with my own self where yesterday I was like, I was having thoughts about my husband that I wanted him to take care of me. And so then I was like, okay, but I'm going to give that to myself. And so part of what I spent time thinking yesterday was I was just thinking about how I'm taking care of me. And I was finding the proof of that. Like, oh, you know what? I decided ahead of time what I was going to eat and I ate it. I decided to eat an apple because I wanted the the fiber and the like, you know, good stuff from it and my body and digestion. And I don't know, I was thinking that's super valuable, right? So, but I was just thinking like, I'm taking care of me. I'm taking care of me by getting lots of sleep, by drinking water, right? Like each way that I was doing it, I just kept thinking like, I'm taking care of me. And I know that sounds like such a simple thing, but when somebody doesn't realize they have thoughts, the conversation in their head doesn't seem optional. And so they don't know that when they want to be taken care of, that they can then switch over their mind conversation to comfort and care for themselves and that they can then like enlist their mind to go and find proof and that they can, they can shift their own experience by changing their mind. That is something that I teach my clients how to do in their business. But again, it never just stays in our business. It flows over in the most magical way to every part of our life. 
right? And then, man, here's another great one, right? So it's like we change how we feel on three different levels. We change our mental experience. And by changing our mental experience, we actually change what we have and create in our life, right? Let me show you this difference. When we're focused on the past, and we're fearful of maybe what will happen or we're uncertain, we actually create and show up in a very different way than when we're focused on possibility. When we're focused on just taking one more step towards what we want to create, right? So it's like we actually show up and create different results. And then this is actually the one I was really excited about. It's the impact on other people around us. Oh my goodness. So when we change us, we change, right? Just like our being, who we are every day without effort and trying, right? We're not putting on a facade. This is just who we are. And so when you change you, right? You change how you feel. You take out emotions. You add emotions. You change what you think. You change you. And so other people witness this change, and then here's what's so fun, right? You're, you're right. When we put the value of coaching in one hand, your one client is going to hire you. But when they change, their people around them will automatically change too. And so, right, I'm just like this, this, this weight of the value of coaching just gets heavier and heavier with amazingness because I think about this in my life. I think about me changing. So I've been doing mindset work for three and a half years, I think, maybe almost four. And when I started, right, I, I didn't see it right away. I didn't see it in other people. I didn't see it impacting my family. But now I see where my mom just hired a coach. It's been like a few months now. She hired a coach, right? She spent her own money, thousands of dollars to hire a coach. Why? Because she's watched my transformation. She's, she's done my taxes and been like, what? That's crazy, right? She has seen my transformation. She sees how different I am and she wants it. Not because I'm trying to sell her coaching, but because I am being me. So when your clients hire you, now you're not going to tell them this stuff, right? Everything I'm putting in this value hand, it's not stuff you're going to be like, let me tell you all this value. No, this is for you, the coach, the person selling coaching to spend time thinking about, right? Because all you have to do in your mind is you have to make the value in one hand so heavy, that your belief that of course they should figure out the money, like, yeah, this money is like, like there's no amount of money you can put in this hand that equals the value of what's in this hand, selling becomes easy. And so, right, I see the impact on my mom. I see the impact on my husband. I see the impact on my 17-year-old daughter. I see the impact even on my dad, right? It's like, I know that changing me is changing people around me. Now, I think about the relationship with I have with my husband, right? And it's like that relationship changes because I have changed. My my our ability to parent our children changes, which means now not only have I changed and he's changed engaging with me, but now how we show up and parent our children has changed. And so now I'm raising humans in a different way than I did the first round of human raising. And it's like every bit of it changes. 
That is an amazing value of coaching, right? So it's not just like, oh, somebody comes to me and they're like, yeah, I'm like, I'm going to help you build your business. I'm going to help you sign your first five clients, join this program for that. Or I'm going to help you double your business, join my mastermind for that, right? There's that part that like they want. But when I think about what they're buying, oh, it's so much more. And so when somebody comes in, And maybe, right, maybe they're like, okay, I want to sign my first five clients and I want to do it in two months. And I'm like, yeah, you could totally do that, right? And so if they don't do that, am I thinking, oh my gosh, it wasn't worth the money. Oh man, the balance didn't waver out. Like I should give them their money back because I didn't deliver or, well, I just don't know if they can sign five clients in two months. Like, man, this is so much of this is up to them. I really shouldn't charge somebody for something that I have no idea if they're going to show up and do the work. Like I know I'm giving them what they need. Do you hear all that? I don't do that because it doesn't matter. Now, it matters, right? I want them to get the result. I want to help them to show up and create that result. I want to help them anticipate everything that will stop them. But even if it takes them four months or five months or 10 months or two years, what I teach them, what they pay me for, the value of it is worth every penny that I charged and so much more right? And so when I believe that, I never feel bad, right? I never am like, oh, they paid me X amount of money. And it's like, no, I know the value of what I sell. I know the value of coaching with me. I know the value to how they feel, three layers of it. I know the value to the experience in their mind. I know the value of finally feeling in control of yourself, understanding yourself and why you do what you do, how you can seemingly want something and then mysteriously do the complete opposite thing. And and that confusion of like, why am I doing this? And what I sell helps them take that confusion away, right? What I sell helps them understand themselves and finally feel empowered in themselves. What I do helps them make money. What I do helps them show up in the way that they want to show up and to understand rather than judge when they don't. That is worth every penny. That's worth every penny every penny. (laughs) Like we're measuring in pennies these days, right? So when you're thinking about what you sell, the value of coaching with you, and you're thinking about money and the access to that cash, it's like you want to build that right hand of value so deep that that what's in that left hand of the the money you're you're inviting them to pay, right? It's you're never making somebody, you're just inviting them. Do you want this thing of coaching with me? And when you believe it's the most amazing thing ever and they should definitely pay you for it because their entire life in addition to the thing they actually want is going to change. That money in the left hand is like, yeah, obviously. Right? Because money is just an exchange of some for something that we want something that we want. And it's like, man, I think about money and how it's just so easy to have, let's say $100 and spend it on um, shoes that maybe don't fit very well, you don't really like, you don't really wear, or $100 that you invest into your mind and you use it to shift and change. And you're like, oh my goodness, I have definitely gotten way more than $100 worth of value in this. 
And you just start to see and put that price to it. Like, was this worth that to me? Like, oh my gosh, no, that one thought was worth that. That one thought was worth the price of this. That's actually one of my favorite games to play. Whatever I invest in, I look for how, because sometimes I actually get the value before the program even starts, right? I get the value of what I wanted and I just find like, yep, that was worth the entire thing. That was worth it. And so you want to build, right? There's two hands. There's the money people pay. There's the money you have decided you charge and it's in the left hand. And then there's the value of coaching with you. And your job is to spend time building out your mind in believing and seeing the value of coaching with you. And what's the number one way to believe and see the value of coaching? It's to use coaching to transform yourself, right? Because I can see it in my clients, but I am not in their heads. Thank goodness. I'm just in mine. (laughs) I get access to their minds. And so I get to see, right, when a client tells me, oh my gosh, I was really struggling with my husband. And you're right. I just changed me. I changed how I was thinking about him. And he changed. He approached me differently because of how I was approaching him, right? I see those like those proofs, but the place I see it and feel it the deepest is in my own life. And it's going to be the same for you. You can't just look to your clients and try to to see, oh, what works in their life and what's true for them. You want to spend time developing that value based on what you see the impact of coaching is, how you feel differently, what you do differently, your awarenesses, and thinking about those as being invaluable. And not just as like a simple thought, they're just invaluable, but as a thing you feel so deeply in your body right? That somebody could pay you for coaching and that that it's just, it's worth every penny. It's why I love to keep investing in coaching. I'm not going to stop. Oh my goodness, right? It's like when last week's episode was about money and it's like when money wasn't what I thought it was going to be, I still invested in everything I am planned on investing and more, right? I still spent $50,000 to be in the mastermind I want to be in. I still spent... Um, what do I spend money on? Like just the recurring things I buy. I still invested in a couple of different programs that I wanted to learn to think like those program creators, right? And it's like, no, like when, when money gets tight, I don't stop investing in my mind. I don't stop investing in the value I see in coaching. I keep going there. I would rather pay myself less, although I didn't have to than to stop investing in what I believe so deeply in, okay? So if you have those thoughts, right? Like having money is more valuable than my help. It's going to be taking out your two hands, putting them up side by side and putting money in one hand. And and I think it actually would be really cool to physically put money there so that when you're sitting here looking at yourself and you look at your hands outstretched in front of you, put money there, put your debit card there, put cash there, And then in the right hand, you're going to imagine the value of coaching with you and you're going to build that set of beliefs. Okay. Oh man, I just love creating these episodes and getting to expose my mind so that you can see it, so that you can come in, you can adopt these beliefs, you can explore the things you believe and maybe you don't believe yet and that you just completely disagree (laughs) and that we can have this space to do that. Okay, I'll talk to you next week. 
Thank you for tuning into today's episode of the Strategic Mindset Podcast. Before you go, take a minute and leave a review and hit that subscribe button. (laughs) These are actually the only two ways that I have to know who's on the other end. And so if you haven't already, do those things and I'll see you next time. And I'll see you next time.